Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldra. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tamer running the board on this 10th day. We're at double figures in May of 2018 already. Uh, again, thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. Smarty, smart alecky, smarmy text welcome, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union text line, especially if they're directed at my co-host more so than me. But uh, you can shoot barbs at me. Just be warned, I shoot back. Uh, speaking of somebody that uh, it just absolutely everybody loves is uh, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe. Animal Hospital, some of the best pet care you're going to get, folks, anywhere within the sound of my voice. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Top of the morning to you, Jamie Fox. Terry, good morning to you. Uh, this is May 10th, 2018, so we're, we're turning over a new leaf. This is uh, now Aaron and Jake have have reminded me, uh, reinforced what my son has, has told me, uh, that I am a big O negative Nancy. So we're, we're turning over a new leaf. Today it's going to be rainbows on roses and Chris, what, whatever, Christmas and kittens or whatever. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be nice uh, until we get over the, uh, you know, the two uh, assault charges against me or whatever, uh, the Me Too movement or whatever. We'll get over that. But after that, I promise you, we're going to be nice and, uh, but uh, anyway, Terry, it's great to be with you as well. A lot going on. Um, by the way, I think I'm, I'm going through menopause or something over here. It's so hot in this in this studio, I can barely stand it. But uh, those of you out there that are sweating uh, and listening to us today, thanks for what you do. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, we know that you're working hard to make us a better place. And uh, the sweat of your brow and. Uh, just wish you could take more home than what you do. But anyway, Terry, it's great to be with you and great to discuss weighty matters of the world. I'll try not to be too negative, but you know that's just not my makeup. But we'll try. And we'll hey, we're realistic. Look, Dietrich's still basking in the euphoria of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I, think, I think Aaron won a bunch of money on the Derby. Yeah, I do. I think he came. He, he went home with just a, a, a pile of money. And, and, you know, let's let's be honest, Terry, and Aaron's here here with us. and. Uh, we all know Aaron's independently wealthy. Let, let's be honest. I mean, you know, we know that he's got this palatial place and you know, the beautiful wife and the and the horses and the vacations in Puerto Vallarta. I mean, it's good to be Aaron Dietrich, is it not? I mean, is it is it really good? I mean, if I could come back in another life, which is probably going to be sooner than later, the way things my health is, the way my health is going, I want to be Aaron Dietrich. I mean, he, he's he's a nice looking guy in good shape. Got the whole thing. I mean, it's good to be. He's about ready to punch me over the over the mic. He, he certainly so. achieved uh, cartel leader status, I believe. Yes, he Puffy, pump the pump the brakes here. My goodness, <laughs> I'm hanging out here just looking through the internet, and all of a sudden, I told you to be positive, but not to be a uh, con artist over here. Come on, man. <laughs> yes. This is fun. Uh, 
Hey, he's right here, so we're, we're, we're going to – we can't say we're saying it behind his back. He's right here no. listening, so he can't this, run back this to is the a studio deal. and unplug us. Yeah, this is a deal where Jake and Aaron have to be careful what they wish for because this is the yeah. positive puppy. You don't want to see that. <laughs> it's disingenuous. He's not, he's, not, he's not Mr. Hallmark card over here. No, I'm not, I've never been accused of being a Hallmark card, that's for sure. But uh, – Anyway, obviously, I need to work on that, uh, and I, I I take it all in jest because I I think everybody has my, I suppose my best interest at heart. I, although I don't, uh, I don't necessarily think y'all are going to visit me in the hospital, but uh, I do uh, I do need to work on that a little bit. It does appear, but um, it is always nice to follow Aaron and Jake in the morning, and they thank God for them because you probably I probably wouldn't be able to even get on the air without their help. So. Anyway, okay, enough of the positive stuff, right? <laughs> let's get back. All right, to let's, what get we're in, let's get into something negative. Let, let me let me throw yeah, this let's one get into out. I, I don't know if it's negative or not. Okay, so the NBA Coach of the Year came out, and uh, no big surprise, the number one team in the East, uh, the head coach uh, for the Toronto Raptors, or uh, <laughs> the LeBron Raptors, if you will. <laughs> uh, we're going to change the name of Toronto, by the way, Jamie, to LeBronto. After his decimation of the uh, the Raptors again, but Brad Stevens, head coach of the Celtics, got no votes for Coach of the Year, and yet here they are without their best two players in the Eastern Conference Finals. Dwayne Casey, who did a magnificent job leading the Raptors to the number one seed in the East, uh, was selected Coach of the Year. I got no problem with that, and so now everybody is kind of second guessing. Hey, we don't like what happened. Brad Stevens should be the Coach of the Year. To which I tell you this: Why don't? Uh, what's the coach of the year? Is coach of the year on the regular season? Is it the postseason? Is it both? If so, why don't you wait on your coach of the year stuff until the playoffs are over? That way, you don't avoid this because Dwayne Casey is coach of the year after his unceremoniously uh, meltdown in the playoffs by the Raptors. They may actually fire the reigning NBA coach of the year. Uh, it's a possibility, but everybody, uh, you know, now the pundits are butthurt because Brad Stevens, I promise you Brad Stevens is up not is not up late at night going, man, I really wish I'd have been recognized as Coach of the Year. Oh, the reason Brad can say that and he doesn't have time to deal with it, yeah, he's in the finals uh, of the Eastern Conference against LeBron, which he has a better than usual chance to win and then go be the sacrificial lamb for the Golden State Warriors. Um. I guess I'd just be concerned about being coach of the year if, if contractually I got more money, uh, if I got that honor, and maybe Dwayne Casey and Brad Stevens have that in their contracts. Um, but, again, of course, the goal is to win it all and at least get to the finals to secure your uh, employment for another year. It's obviously, as you well know, Terry, that's a very high-risk, high-reward profession. But uh, I see, you know, what Brad Stevens has done with, with – I think, and that's the – that's what you judge people by. Can they do more with less? And I think Brad Stevens certainly has this year. But I'd hate to see Dwayne Casey. That would that would kind of be somewhat of a black eye if your your national coach of the year or your NBA coach of the year is fired after uh, uh, take after being named coach of the year, taking his team to the playoffs. And sometimes you just some teams just don't match up well with others. And obviously the Raptors don't match up well with the Cavaliers. Well, I mean, look what Brad Stevens has done. They lose Isaiah Thomas. Uh, to the Cavaliers in an exchange for Kyrie Irving. They gain Jordan Haywood, who gets uh, 
season-ending injury in the first part of the first game. They've lost Kyrie, and he's literally down to dudes on a milk carton, and he just ended up beating the Philadelphia 76ers 4-1. to they, they clinched that series last night, 114-112. to in, in a game, the last minute was very reminiscent of the entire series. They just simply out-executed the much more talented, uh, youthful Philadelphia 76ers and closed that series out. And the games, for the most part, were reasonably close, very close in a couple situations or circumstances. The uh, Just the experience, the, the, heady, the steady hand of Brad Stevens uh, exposed some of the Philadelphia 76er weaknesses, which was youthful exuberance, uh, some some bad decision-making down the stretch. I think Philadelphia will get better, but uh, they go unceremoniously out 4-1, getting us to basketball's NBA's version of the Final Four in the East. You got LeBron uh, just off a four-game thrashing of the LeBronto Raptors. And in the West, you got the Beard and James Harden going up against the Juggernaut, which is the Golden State Warriors. So very appropriate, uh, I think, Final Four. Uh, maybe uh, I think the Celtics, by anybody's stretch, were a little bit surprised. Um, so we say, and Hogan says, hey, Golden State hasn't beaten Houston yet. Go Rockets and Razorbacks. John, I appreciate it. That's true. I think that's going to be a six-game series, Hogan. I don't think, uh, all things considered, I don't think Houston plays defense well enough to beat Golden State, but crazier things have happened. Uh, you got James Harden. you got CP3. You've got firepower. Uh, I just think Golden State has to. I think Golden State, when I watch them play, Jamie, Golden State has the ability to win games when yes. they don't play as well as what they – their margin for error is significantly higher. I think that a lot of teams, simply because they shoot the ball so well, they got so many options. And I think that's what separates Golden State from everybody else in this day and time. Am I wrong? No, no, I think particularly your, you know, their their shooting prowess, I think is, you know, obviously was the difference in the, uh, the Pelican series. I think the Pelicans, you know, defense relatively well. Um, again, I'd love to have seen, you know, had Boogie been in there, would he have been able to make a difference, particularly down in the paint? Um, Houston, you know, which went pretty far last year, with basically hard now has CP3 uh, to, uh, you know, to uh, compliment him in his game. We'll see if that can, you know, extend the series. Um, I like, I like Houston you know, to win a couple of games in this series. I really do. I, you know, I'd love to see – actually, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for Houston. But I don't know – I haven't seen anything yet. Golden State always seems to have an answer quite simply because they just shoot the ball better than anybody else. They can beat you inside. They can beat you outside. Uh, they play, you know, pretty good defense. And that's why they're they are uh, the best team right now. And that's been, you know, year after year. Um, switching gears just a little bit. Terry, the, the Cleveland-Boston series, how do you see that one going down? You know, Cleveland was left for dead about two weeks ago as Indianapolis yeah, being very physical with them. Uh, I think this is a series that's going to go six. I, I, I'm hoping that uh, – <laughs> i tell you what's a nightmare for the NBA is if somehow the Celtics were to win this with no mm. stars whatsoever. Uh, yeah. You know, Adam, Adam Silver's got to be like shivering – at night thinking about a finals without LeBron. Uh, I think it would be made for television. You have LeBron and 
the Golden State Warriors uh, yet again. And uh, are people getting tired of that? I don't know. Does it really matter? Look, I think the Celtics next year are going to be the odds-on favorite to win the East. Irrespective of LeBron stays or goes in Cleveland, which I think he's going to go, uh, here's something crazy. It would not surprise me to see LeBron James in either Boston or Houston or Los Angeles. I, I think that's going to happen at some point. Uh, Houston is the one that intrigues me with uh, with what he does. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to win. Yeah, I think they're going to win in five or six. And then I guess you, if if you're the Cavaliers and you don't do it, you just you basically implode it and start over again. Is that basically what you have to do and win well, nine games next year? Or well, when I LeBron guess, leaves, they're going to be bad. I mean, yeah. hey, look, they in this last series they were in. If you break down the numbers and you look at what went on. Uh, they're not very physical, all right? The, the team, the, the, the Lebronto Raptors, the, their guards are good. They're quick. They're sort of Philadelphia 76er-like without the hype. I mean, they've got some good young players. Physicality, however, is not a definition used to describe any of those guys. Now, Indiana with, with crazy Lance Stevenson and all that group, man, they're physical. They'll get after you. They're not scared. And, and I don't know that uh, Toronto was – I think deep down, I don't think they thought they could beat them. Although they're the number one seed, they never played like a number one seed. They never played with that swagger. And uh, as LeBron beat them a couple times, that ball started rolling. And it's like a snowball at the top of a mountain, a pebble. It just gathers momentum uh, and and encompasses everything within its path. And you saw the 40-point loss by the Raptors in that last game. It was over. It was absolutely over. So, yeah, I think Cleveland goes back to the drawing board after this year, and they go back to irrelevancy. And nobody can be happier than the Cleveland Browns football team because it really stinks when uh, the, the LeBron is winning in basketball, the Indians have won in baseball, and you still stink. So, yeah, Cleveland goes back to being irrelevant in basketball. LeBron goes on to finish the last part of his career. Uh, I would tell you it's Houston. It is Los Angeles. Couldn't see it be in New York. That's too much of a, a rebuild. But uh, although he does have an experience with uh, with Fisdale, the new coach, so should be interesting to see all of what transpires there. You listen to Sports Talk ninety seven seven. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. This segment brought to you by President Jimmy Cooley, reminding you to sword an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. That is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I'll return after these messages. Don't go away. tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. 
Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. turned down by other car dealers, it's good to know that over a million people have gotten the green light at JD Byrider. We inspect and computer test each car and they're backed by our available service agreement. You could get the green light. Apply today at GoJDB.com. Oliver Road, Monroe. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Plenty of sunshine with warm temperatures in the forecast for today with the high of 89 degrees. Mostly clear skies, mild temperatures on tonight are low 65. Sunny sky with warm temperatures on tap for tomorrow and the high of 89 degrees. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Uh, the Edge. This time we're brought to you by friends at Vantage. Get all to Billy Justice and company. Simply the best insurance folks you're going to get. Uh, you're welcome to join us on the text line. As FS and Farmville has, 888-993-7762. 888 uh, when LeBron leaves Cleveland, Kevin Love will average 25 points a game, 14 rebounds, and the Cavs will be 22-60. and 60. Yes, FS, you are correct. Uh, I think he's bailing, and that'll be a great question to see where. All right, Jamie, I want to get to this. And you text me this. I'd already seen this when I was kind of doing some, uh, some preparation for the show yesterday and this morning, and you just happened to text it to me. Uh, prior to the show uh, beginning, and a lot of questions. Uh, this the, the Yahoo Sports reporter Dan Winsel uh, mm-hmm. actually made national a story that some guy that wrote, writes for the Detroit Daily News came up with, and it has to do with their newly minted head football coach. 
I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you elaborate on this one. Go ahead. Yeah, well, this is, uh, again, um, bringing up something that occurred 22 years ago, and it involves the, the new head coach of the uh, Detroit Lions, um, Matt Patricia. Uh, those of you who are familiar with him, or maybe not, he was a longtime defensive coordinator for the Patriots and uh, had been to a number of Super Bowls, uh, very well thought of, and uh, finally got his, his opportunity for head coaching position in the uh, Motor City of Detroit. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, we're rocking along toward the summer. And you're not, you know, this, we are, of course, heading toward uh, the silly season, as we call it, because there'll be all sorts of things. And apparently a very uh, Bob Goldberg, who apparently does, has a lot more time on his hands than, than we do, uh, wrote an article about an alleged uh, aggravated sexual assault charge back in 1996 against uh, uh, Patricia, which was uh, su- uh, summarily d- dismissed. Uh, they said Patricia and uh, a football teammate at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, apparently where Patricia played, uh, Greg Dietrich, no relation to Aaron Dietrich, uh, allegedly burst into a woman's hotel room in South Padre Island, Texas, and violently sexually assaulted her. Uh, they were both uh, arrested and charged, but the woman decided not to testify. The reason she probably decided not to testify, it was all made up. And uh, I, if you'll just give me a little bit, I, I think this is very telling, Terry. Um, CNN's uh, Jill Martin provided a statement for Patricia, and I want everybody to listen to this, if you don't mind, because this is where I think it, it, it summarizes where we are in society right now. It says, as someone who, and this is Matt Patricia, this is his statement. As someone who was falsely accused of this very serious charge over 22 years ago and never given the opportunity to defend myself and clear my name, I find it incredibly unfair, disappointing, and frustrating that this story would resurface now with the only purpose being to damage my character and reputation. I firmly maintain my innocence as I have always done. I would never condone any of the behavior that was alleged and will always respect and protect the rights of anyone who has been harassed or is a victim of violence. My priorities remain the same, to move forward and strive to be the best coach, teach, teacher, and man that I can possibly be. Uh, then, of course, the lines, uh, Rod Wood, the president, addressed it, said they were comfortable with the process and interviewing him. They were well of this. They said, I will tell you with a 1,000% certainty that everything I've learned confirmed what I already knew about the man and would have no way changed our decision to make him our head coach. Uh, Terry, where are we now where a charge 22 years ago dismissed? My question is this for the writer of this article, Mr. Goldberg. Sir, does this have anything to do with the fact that Matt Patricia worked a lot of years in the New England Patriots organization owned by Robert Kraft, who just happens to be a supporter of President Trump. Yes or no? That's all I want to know. Is that why this article was written? Because this was a case that was dismissed on its face 22 years ago. I am like everyone else. I do not condone that type of uh, violence or anything like that. I know it does happen, and that is not what I am saying does not minimize the impact of that on someone's life. 
but also to be accused of something like that when you didn't do it. That, to me, uh, Mr. Goldberg needs to really, I mean, I think he would be better off, and you're also questioning the, the judgment of the Detroit Lions organization, who obviously did their vetting and background work on this, and still decided to hire Matt Patricia because they spent the time knowing the content and heart of the man, whereas Mr. Goldberg made, you know, uh, wild uh, accusations and accepted it as gospel when it was dismissed. Troubling, very yeah. troubling because there's nothing. Is there anything now that you can't, are you automatically guilty, Terry? I mean, now you, you're, you're, you're automatically assumed in the, in the court of public opinion is guilty. And this, I said, and you could tell Patricia damn near wanted this to go to trial. And I don't, because, I mean, when I'm accused of this, you bet you're behind. I want to be able to face my accuser. Patricia didn't get that opportunity. Well, I'll say this. I don't think, uh, I I really, in my heart of hearts, do not believe the Detroit Lions knew about this. I just don't think they did. I don't think it's probably something Patricia talks about uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, you know, I can't tell you guilt or innocent. All I can tell you is this. You have the best justice system in the world in the United States of America, flawed as it may be in some cases. The grand jury returns enough evidence to go to trial. The woman says, you know what, I don't want to deal, and this is their quote, the stress of a trial and declines to testify. District attorney realizes you can't win without the testimony of uh, uh, the uh, uh, the alleged victim. Drops the case. Uh, not guilty does not mean innocent. Not guilty means not guilty. And I think that's in the in the eye of the beholder. Uh, the political motivations I can't speak to. What I can speak to is this. Um, you know, it makes you really wonder. At what point is anything sane anymore? And I'll give you another example. And this is the this is what this is just as crazy. And I want to segue back to to where we're at here. All right. So there is a guy. There is a. Let me make sure I get this. This this was uh, in the Washington Post yesterday. They have a. International Studies Association. This is an academic think tank of college professors. And there's a guy named Richard Ned Lebo. He is a professor of political theory at King's College. And he was the 2014 recipient of the organization's Distinguished Scholar Award. He's in an elevator at a hotel. There's people on the elevator. The elevator opens on a floor, and a guy goes outside the elevator, what floor is this? The guy answered, ladies' lingerie, or women's lingerie. They snicker, they laugh, the door shuts. A couple hours later, there is a lady named Simona Sharoni, and predictably, she is a professor of women and gender studies at Merrimack College in Massachusetts. She took offense and lodged a formal complaint a couple hours later. 
describing, Jamie, in great detail how Professor Lebo, quote, with a smile on his face, said women's lingerie, unquote, and all of his buddies laughed. This lady is wanting money because somebody made a joke in an elevator. That's where we're at today. That's really? Crazy. Yeah. I Ladies think lingerie, the, yeah. people snickered, and she said, well, uh, I was offended. I should have confronted him about it. Maybe if she'd have had the, uh, the pink hat that so many are famous for wearing these days, he would have, uh, well, that would have given it a little bit more credence to be women's lingerie. Uh, have we lost our mind in society? Well, I wonder if her response would be the same if he said, you know, men's locker room or something like that. Would, would her response be the same? Uh, would she be offended by that as well? And if you're, uh, you know, do like the guys at Starbucks, you know, that got recently, you know, that were, uh, you know, were uh, targeted and, you know, the it appears that maybe, you know, the, it was racially motivated or whatever. What did those guys do? They took a dollar settlement apiece and then said, you know, Starbucks, would you make a donation? Those are the guys, okay, so you know that they weren't in it for themselves. This lady's in it for herself because she wants to get money out of it, just like the one that Matt, the Matt Patricia situation. Uh, again, she. why would you not go forward with something like that if the evidence— The dude said, ladies, lingerie, make it a yeah. joke with the elevator open. I know. You're not going to believe, that's... oh, wait, wait, wait. You will believe how this turns out when we return. I'm going to give you the how predictably so the uh, the college professor, the, uh, the ultra-interesting uh, organization handle this. And uh, it's very predictable uh, who's going to be the bad guy here. No pun intended. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walter. Jamie Foxx writing all the ills of the world and offending people globally. We take great pride of that. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spottavelle. Pair the special people in your life. Hook up at Spottavelle gift certificate. 318 807 1060. Spottavelle. Lemmy Lane. Monroe. Back in a minute. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to the Jeep Celebration event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge savings for you, like $4,000 off MSRP on remaining 17 Wranglers. 18 Jeep Compass is only $22,900. 18 Jeep Cherokee is only $19,900. 18 Grand Cherokee is only $34,900 or take $6,000 off limited models. An 18 Ram Quad Cab is only $22,900. Don't miss the Jeep Celebration event going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Don't put your life on the line when you dig. Do what the pros do. Respect the marks. Dig with care. And before you dig, call 811. 
Louisiana One Call. On Saturday night, May 19th, in El Dorado, Arkansas, it's world-class revolution wrestling, 7 o'clock at the Griffin Music Hall, featuring in action, Big Papa Buck Scott Steiner, the champion, Jack Swagger, the IWR World Tag Champions, the Von Erics, and many more, including me, me and Gene Oakland, Emma, and several others. Folks, it's going to be a great night of action. Get all your information and tickets at imperialwrestlingrevolution.com. In El Dorado, Arkansas, Saturday night, May 19th. Mother's Day is this Sunday, May 13th, and our family from Karen's Hallmark would like to invite you to find that wonderful gift for all those special women in your life. Karen's Hallmark has 45 feet of beautiful Mother's Day cards, unique gifts like wind chimes, gardening gloves, sun catchers, flags, door hangers, purses, and a boutique full of new summer clothing. Karen's Hallmark has a friendly staff and free gift wrap to make that gift extra special. Karen's Hallmark, located in the I-20 Shopping Center, Ruston. FFC2. VIP seats are still available, but get them soon. The January event sold out early. Javier Obergon versus Jesse Butler. Josh Lee versus Josh Davila. Romalise Thomason versus Dan Street. And much, much more. FFC2. Sponsored by Rock 106, First National Bank, Rockland Birchland, Sports Talk 977, Furniture and Petty Direct, West Williams Construction, and MD Entertainment. FFC2. Saturday, May 19th at the West Monroe Convention Center. You can pick out something unique and special for your mom or wife this year from Mom's Day at National Jewelry. The new charm bracelets are perfect with over 300 new charms to select from. Choose an engravable bar necklace or put together the new stackable rings and bracelets. From diamonds to gemstones to gold and silver, there's something special for your mom or wife this year at National Jewelry, your diamond and engagement ring store, Reynolds Drive in Ruston. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, bringing you all things sports and sort of sports related. Uh, we're going against the political correctness establishment today. All right, Jamie. So we got a guy that's a college professor, most college professors. I would say my experience with him, not only my experience, They've been progressive in nature. I think that's fair. There's an elevator at one of the conferences. The elevator opens up. There's people in the elevator, and the guy asks, where are you going? And the guy goes, ladies lingerie, you know, because that's sort of funny. He wanted me to say sporting goods. Would people that are not athletes be offended by that? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. At any rate, uh, a lady that was a professor of women and gender studies, you know, because there's a very – big market for that, uh, is offended because she thought it was just uh, demeaning and that he maliciously did that. And so she is so enraged and offended, she felt a, a uh, report that uh, was inappropriate. And so the guy reaches out, the Lebo guy was informed of the complaint and wrote what he thought to be a conciliatory response. Email the Sharoni lady, look, I had no desire to insult women or to make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, he also suggested that Sharoni, oh, God, here we go here, she was born in Romania and raised in Israel, may have interpreted his contact, his remark out of context. Possibly, possibly not. He said, and I'm quoting, like you, I'm strongly opposed to the exploitation, coercion, or accumulation of women. 
If such evils continue, it seems to me to make sense to direct our attention to real offenses, not those that are imagined or marginal. By making a complaint to the ISA, this is the organization that has a conference, that I consider frivolous, and I expect it will be judged that way by the Ethics Committee, you may be directing time and effort away from the real offenses that trouble us both. Well, Mr. Lebow, your confidence was very misplaced. Uh, Last week, the executive director of uh, this organization, this uh, gathering of college professors, informed Lebo that the disciplinary committee had found his elevator remarks, quote, offensive and inappropriate. An even more serious violation was that you chose to reach out to Professor Sharoni and teamed her complaint frivolous. <laughs> oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. It was the, so, the fact that you reached out to her and said, hey, your frivolous complaint is sort of frivolous. Yeah, we don't like that either. Uh, I think they should just shoot the guy. Be done with it. What do you think, Jimmy? Oh, absolutely. Let's uh, now. What's the what's the result of that? I mean, did he lose his job or or what? I mean, what's the not yet? Is, not not yet. Know? He's refusing. Yeah, he's refusing. He goes, look, and this is ironic because you had a college professor who is uh, in the absolute uh, boilerplate arena of political correctness, and now that it's being used against him, he's like, yeah, it's too much. You know what it becomes too much when they use it against you. So uh, interesting. He's not going to uh, put an unequivocal apology out there. He declined. He said, yeah. it's, and I'm quoting here, it's a horrifying and chilling experience of political correctness that encourages others to censor their remarks for fear of retribution. Segwaying back to our friend uh, with the Chicago, I'm sorry, with the Detroit Lions, uh, Patricia. Can you see the people that are going to be protesting outside the Detroit Lions games this year? Uh, you can bet it's going to happen. Well, that may have been Bob Goldberg's intention as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, we go again from we, you know, swallow camels and choke on gnats. Um, and people, if a man had said, uh, you know, or a woman had said men's locker room. I guarantee you this would not be in the public arena right now, and it doesn't belong there right now because this is frivolous. This is ridiculous. It was not demeaning. If if it's demeaning, why do thousands of women wear lingerie? If it's demeaning, why do thousands of women try out to be cheerleaders? If it's demeaning, you know, why do women work at Hooters? If it's demeaning... Why do men, women wear bikinis? You know what? This is a woman who is not capable of any of that. And that is really what her problem is. She's probably, you know, upset about something like that. And you know what? Women are, let's be honest, they're more attractive, beautiful, physically appealing than men are. Let, I don't care how good a shape a man is in, it's still not going to look as good as a woman. Everybody say amen out there because you agree. You know it's right. A good-looking woman, all you have to do is look at television to know you don't, if you want your ratings to go up, you stick an attractive woman out there as your weatherman or weather woman, excuse me, or whatever, weather person. And it's going to be, I don't know about you, I don't, I, you know, and I've got a lot of guy friends 
but I, you know, forgive me, Miss So-and-so, Professor, I like it. And by the way, I like a woman that likes being a woman, that isn't trying to compete with me or try to censor everything I say or, you know, can laugh at my jokes because it is just that, a joke. And I expect the same from them. I have, you know, the, the girl I admire the most is the one that can give it right back to me, and we laugh at each other. My dad and mother had a great love story for that very reason, because my dad could make my mother laugh at herself. But back then, they'd gone through a depression. So there were a heck of a lot of things more serious in life than being somebody stopping in an elevator floor saying ladies lingerie. Terry, that's where we are nowadays. That's what social media and all these things have done to us, and I think it's a crock. Yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre. And here's another one, and this is this is going to be a little bit of uh, this. It's going to have to be controversial. I've had a lot of people ask me to talk about it. Yeah, a lot of you guys are going to disagree with me, and and that's okay. But uh, Callie Carter, and this is uh, the mom. Uh, former Duke star, Wendell, is going to enter the NBA draft this year. Now, Kalia, uh, Kalia, I'm sorry, played at Ole Miss herself. And her son uh, certainly probably going to be a first-round draft pick. And she got on a tangent last week when addressing the Knight Commission on Intercollegiate Athletics. And these were people gathered to respond to recent reforms suggested uh, Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary Condoleezza Rice, was was leading the commission. And a lot of has been made about, should we pay the players? Well, they're getting paid uh, tuition and scholarship and all this. And Carter said, no, the, paying the players is not the answer. But changes that get at the heart of educating the players on their career options. Uh, and she said, look, most of the players are black, and we need to educate these kids on their career options, and I, I completely agree with that. Uh, and I don't think anybody, I mean, I think you educate everyone on career options, uh, what they're, what they could do, what they need to do to graduate, uh, what their options are afterwards, et cetera. And she uh, made this quote. When you remove all the bling and all the bells and all the sneakers and all that, you've paid for a child to come to your school to do what you wanted them to do for you, for free. And you made a lot of money. Let's just take that statement. When you strip this whole thing down, and she's saying you, talking about Duke, when you pay for somebody to come to your school, that again, this is her quote, when Duke or whoever has paid for somebody to come to their school, and I'm guessing Duke's probably about eighty grand a year, to do what you wanted them to do for you for free, and you made a lot of money. Well, number one, they paid them for it. I, can you absolutely make the argument, Jamie Foxx, that players should be paid more, there should be a compensation plan? Could we debate that? Yes, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, Whether we, we do it or not, uh, we can debate that. But just uh, her, I, when you've paid somebody, that's like, Jamie, when I paid you to cut my grass, and then you come and cut my grass for free, well, I, I paid you to cut my grass, uh, you wanted them to do it, and you made a lot of money. So you've entered into a contractual obligation. You have paid someone in terms of scholarship, wages, food, etc. You've paid for somebody to come in. 
They are getting a service. The service the school is providing is education. Part of that education is an athletic component. Her son is lucky enough to be going in the NBA draft. 99% of said college basketball players or athletes of any sort are not going into a draft. But they're paid, uh, or they're getting paid by virtue of a, a Duke education, which is not cheap. And they made a lot of money off of that. And she said, you made a lot of money when he came in and played. You've got all these rules in place that say he cannot share in any of that. So all the money that Duke is making and the different ones are making off college basketball, the players are not sharing in any of that revenue. Although the arenas and the education and the educational opportunities and the flights across the country and places they reside and places they eat and the exposure to uh, every professional scout in the world, yep, they're not sharing any of that, um, is wrong. And then she goes on, and and look, I've got no problem with her feeling that way. I don't agree with it. Where I get off the ship is here. Matter of fact, I want to take a break. I'm going to tell you where I draw the line, and I think she's incredibly off base uh, with respect to, uh, to her next comment. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge. This segment brought to you by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call Bobby today. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe, LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. You have got to see our huge inventory of single wise starting at $26,995. That includes delivery, setup, and central air up to 150 miles. Help us celebrate 40 years in business. That's at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City and Shreveport. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, 
I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. This is Tommy Futch. In Union Parish, call me at 368-9757 or see me at 507 Sterlington Road in Farmerville. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back here. Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox. Uh, all right, so, Jamie, we're talking about uh, the Carter's mom making a statement. She's a former player herself at, uh, at Ole Miss. And the quote was, when you remove all the bling and the bells, the stinkers and all that, you pay for a child to come to your school to do what you wanted them to do for you for free, and you made a lot of money. And when he did that, you got all these rules in place that says he cannot share in any of that. Uh, so let me break it down into a McDonald's theme. So as the risk taker, the entrepreneur, if you will, you own the McDonald's. So good, bad, or indifferent, you're the owner. If it closes down, it's on you. You hire people to do a job. You compensate them with money or whatever else it is, and they come back and say, look, uh, we're not making enough money, so you could renegotiate it. Maybe you give them more, maybe you give them less. I don't know. But there, there is a, a contract, uh, both verbal, implied, and written, that says we're going to pay for your $80,000 a year education, and you're going to provide, you're going to play basketball or football for our team. Uh, $80,000 is pretty sizable. It's more than the average income. Uh, of a lot of places, especially for uh, for 19 and 20 year olds, and we can absolutely make the argument that hey, should they be compensated? Should they play ball? Yeah, I think we can we can make the argument whether or not people believe it or, or go with it. Another question, but we could we could debate that. Where I take exception is um, when Miss Carter continues. She goes, the only other time when labor does not get paid, but yet someone gets profit and the labor is black, and the profit is white, is in slavery. To be honest with you, she added, it's nauseating. Now, there's a couple things to me, and, and this is my opinion, it's not Jamie's, it's not Sports Talk 97.7, Gary, Sean, this is Terry Walter speaking. I think if you get into the Holocaust, where six million people lost their lives, uh, at the hands of a, a, a madman. I think if you compare anything to the Holocaust, you got to be pretty careful but, because it's just it's, it's it's a very sensitive, huge topic. That's like all the comparisons from Trump or Obama, or whoever to Hitler. Uh, guys, they're not Hitler. 
Hitler was responsible for tens of millions of deaths. All right? You might not really like somebody. They're not Hitler. Slavery is one of the most reprehensible things that's ever been in the history of our planet. Certainly something in America that, thankfully, and a lot of places still have slavery. Don't kid yourself. There's slavery all over the world. Thankfully, America recognized that, and as a result, it was ended. And so, a very significant thing. And so, I think it's very, very dangerous. Uh, and, and I think it's certainly disrespectful as well, in my opinion, to compare the NCAA to the slave system. Are you serious? We can make an argument, hey, they're exploiting, and a, a largely minority group is being exploited. They should pay them more money. Fair enough. That, that's a topic of conversation that I think you could have. And you're going to have people on all sides of that, and that's fine. But to compare this, the NCAA, where you're getting an $80,000 a year education, uh, and what about all the people that are not going to the NBA? And, and do I think the players should be paid? Do I think that's, that's another topic, and we'll get into that. But it just literally blows my mind that somebody can make that comparison. Mine as well, simply because I. What about the student who is who is not the athlete that uh, gladly accepts a scholarship to Duke or, or somewhere where you know, like you said, it's at least valued at at least eighty thousand dollars a year, and through their uh, efforts discover, you know, a way to split a proton or neuron or whatever where it, it helps in the in the uh, fight against cancer uh were their efforts should, should they now say i deserve to be paid x number of dollars your laboratory the things that you made that discovery in were provided by duke university you were given a free ride to chase your dreams and and come up with that discovery good for you that's what universities should be about is making mankind, womankind, excuse me, all kind better. Um, when you've got an opportunity for a free education, there's nothing that invokes slavery, in my opinion, there at all. Free. Now, why isn't she saying, if, if she had to, to find a way to come up with that $80,000 herself and pay for her son, like a lot of people do have to do, a lot of parents do have to do, do they have an argument as well? Why isn't it all free? That's the that's you know we have somebody right now that's thinking about running for president. That everybody should get a free education. Gee, free, 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 free. Jamie, we're gonna that fix this. Great. I just, I just got. Yeah, we just, we just got yeah. uh, a barrage of text here, and, and I knew in one segment it would not be enough. We're gonna probably open this back up again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and again, it's a sensitive topic. I, you know, a lot of people, and I've had people that disagree with me, and that's fine. I respect dissenting opinions. Uh, I respect everybody. Uh, we're not all going to agree, but I think you learn stuff by talking about it and exposing it out there, or I could read you the baseball box scores, which I'm not going to do and never will. You've been listening to The Edge. Thanks to our sponsors. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simple and best pet care you're going to get. You'll see him on US 165 North and Monroe, thanks to the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, our friends at Vantage, Spotavale, G 
G.B. Cooley and Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. For John Tabor, for Jamie Foxx, I'm Terry Walter. Aloha, folks. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday 